0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
1: The future of radio. The future of radio is here.
0: Funemploymentradio.com
2: Man, I just, I don't get it. It boggles the mind? No, it boggles my mind, because these guys are some of the most, some of the grossest... Most disgusting human beings I've ever seen.
0: Why they're not flocking to you? They're not. They're not rich.
2: (laughs) They're not famous. They're not talented at anything except for stealing things. Yet, these hot chicks are flocking to them. I just don't get it It really is breaking my Maybe head. the hot
0: chicks find. Maybe it's like an Ocean's Eleven kind of thing Maybe they find it sexy That they can is, steal And dismantle a car is, In under 12 hours Is meth like cocaine Was in the 80s or something? <laughs> Hello everyone
2: so. This is Fun Employment Radio I am Greg Nibbler Here with Sarah X Dylan. thank you everyone For tuning in today Wherever and however you listen It is so fantastic That you do so We greatly, greatly appreciate it And of course We are live here Five days a week Out of Portland, Oregon And then available Via podcast Over the cyberwebs Wherever God damn and it, however Greg, You can stop. find it I'm gonna make cyberwebs Stop trying steak. to make
0: Fetch work and it's not going to work.
2: Cyberwebs is going to work. It is going to happen. I will make this thing work. Um, so thank you, everyone, though, for uh, for tuning in wherever you do. We we really do appreciate it. It is uh, Friday, May 30th, 2014. It sure is. Right here. Which means, of course, Sarah, since it is Friday. Oh, no. We do have our educational segment, which will be on the show here in just a little while. Oh, but yeah. Maybe towards the end, because we'll wait to get some questions. If you're listening live, you can go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and drop your questions in. For science, Science Friday. Sir. Okay, It's for Doctor Science.
0: I kind of science want to ask Doctor Science about uh, like that vaporizing food machine thing from yesterday. Well,
2: you the can put it in there. You can put it in there. Not sure if Doctor Science will answer it, but nonetheless, uh, we will uh, dispel some of the untruths <laughs> you may have learned by uh, putting those into the uh, into the chat, and uh, we'll get to those in a little while. Okay. We also have tons of other stuff to get to, but I do, I, I have to bring this up because it is a conundrum for me. So I've talked about this many times before. How I have a nice house, and actually, the neighborhood where I'm in is getting better and better. It is. uh, It's moving on up. Gentrification's happening and all that stuff, which just means property values are going up. Mm -hmm. Um, Except for my, of course, right next door neighbors who happen to be meth heads who will not leave ever. They'll be pushed out soon enough. No, I don't think so. Uh-huh.
0: Once the neighborhood starts to get nice enough, people will start to care enough, especially if they're going to start investing more in that neighborhood. I, I don't believe you. I think so. I, they I will be. It. They will be pushed out because that I gentrification want- line is starting to push out past your house. And as soon as your, your property value is going up, which means the meth heads property values are going up, which means richer people are going to start moving into the neighborhood and they're going to be shoved out.
2: Well, wait. Then I'm going to get shoved out because I'm not one of the richer people. Either.
0: No, you, what you'll do is you can just sell your house for like four times what it's worth to a rich person, that's and then true. go buy a house somewhere else.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, okay, that's a possibility. No, that's, that's exactly
0: what you should do. Just wait for it to move to your neighborhood, make a killing on it, uh-huh. and then move somewhere. Yeah. Where well, you regardless, don't have to deal with them. though,
2: I still have to deal with the meth heads right now. So these guys have been there the entire time that I've owned this house. Uh, just just a quick recap for some of the newer listeners. They've been there. There are two brothers that live there. There is uh, the older brother who's just kind of. Uh, well, I mean, he's he's a giant, hideous man. He is, but he's he's not quite it's as kind of dangerous, an ogre. Kind of an ogre. And then there's the younger brother. The younger brother is absolutely terrifying. Now, for some reason, these meth heads—they're not like the skinny little crack skinny meth heads. Mm-hmm. They're big dudes. They're big.
0: They're the big guys. Big
2: giant meat heads. And the younger brother is. <laughs> apparently recently out of jail again. So he'll go disappear for like six months at a time, but then he'll show back up. And every time he shows up, he's got some new, some new things going on with him. Now right. his big thing is he's got a giant neck tattoo. Oh, like going what is it? Is something with flames? I haven't got close enough to see. It just looks like a big mess. It's not really words. Right. It's just a big mess of stuff. It looks like some, maybe some kind of an animal that he's trying to wow, go for.
0: Like a tiger.
2: Yeah. I'm not sure if it's like a jail, jail tattoo or what okay. it is.
0: Maybe the, maybe the sexy ladies are attracted to his jail tattoos.
2: Uh, uh, well, maybe this is it um, uh, it 's being suggested in the chat that they are meth orcs. that is possibility. They could be meth orcs, <laughs> they could be meth orcs. Um, so this guy is back. And when he's back, the activity always always pipes up over there, especially mm-hmm. once the summer happens. Sure. They come out of their meth hibernation for the, warm, for the winter. It gets warm. It gets warm outside. It gets warm. It stirs them up. It does. They get active. A little hornet's nest of meth action. Yeah, hornet's nest of meth action. Uh, ladders and various uh, construction equipment do, goes are, Do missing. they still have
0: all those ladders in the back?
2: They do have. They have about, uh, I think the last time I counted, it was like eight different ladders. That's so weird. So some construction site somewhere is missing all of their ladders.
0: What's up? Oh no, I oh, was okay. just gonna say, yeah, I'm, I wonder if they know something about ladders that, you know, other meth heads don't.
2: I don't know. They seem like
0: ahead of the curve, like, does, like, Kenny, for example, he likes to collect metal, does he know Kenny, that he could start collecting ladders? And then Kenny maybe is not a meth head or a thief. But he's not, a, no, I'm not saying a thief, I'm saying collecting, like, if you buy a ladder, maybe it's worth a lot of, uh, a lot of money if you go and bring it someplace to melt it down.
2: I Well, they haven't melted them. They haven't they're just, taken it They're anywhere. just there. They're just stockpiling ladders. That's weird. Maybe they do know something that we don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but they, uh, once they get stirred up, you know, that's when they start stealing more things and they're in the backyard. Usually this is about the time of year when the sledgehammer will come out and you'll hear them smashing glass over and Which over. Which makes no sense. No sense. But mm-hmm. I think they're smashing the glass out of metal. I'm not really sure how it works. Uh, but there is something new To this situation That I have never seen before Now the meth heads Have always had You know of course They're they're meth gals Mm -hmm. Who show up Which probably are prostitutes I'm going to assume They're they're, they're prostitutes But
0: are they attractive prostitutes? No
2: they are not Okay No they generally (laughs) are Very much not There's a couple of them There's there's one The really really angry one That's always over there You can tell maybe At some point Earlier in life She was probably Actually a a, a very pretty girl Okay Like you can see it Somewhere in there You can see it You can see it hiding in there It's masked by the meth anger and all of the other things and the fact that she paces back and forth barefoot in front of the house that's masked by it but at some point she probably was however now there is just this whole new thing that i just do not get this younger brother was over there and he had the scary one he had three actually really attractive women standing outside with him going into the house I do not get it. Right, now these are not like high level guys. All right, I don't think these are like these. Uh, this isn't Tony Montana of uh, of Portland here. The, these guys are very low level on the uh, on the the meth ring, or I, I don't know how it would work. All right, the low level meth ring. Right, I would imagine they're pretty low. Let me. Level. I
0: want to ask you something about this. Okay. So you do say you do live, uh, you know, nearish to a high school. Did they look like they could have been maybe high school girls?
2: They looked. I mean, it's that, that is uh, legitimately that's hard for me to tell nowadays. Yeah. I, I have a hard time telling between whether they're high school or they're they're older. So I uh, stay away from all of them. Just putting <laughs> that on the record. If I can't tell, stay away from all of them. Uh, but they did look older than high school. But they they, they, maybe they it's looked the like meth starting to. They looked. In. I'd I'd say like early twenties. Early twenties okay. is what I would guess. Um, somewhere in that range, but they. Honestly, they legitimately were very attractive girls.
0: Well, I mean, that's why I'm thinking that they might be high school girls because everyone remembers, you know, when you're when yeah, you see, were I younger. Don't, I don't
2: think they were high school girls.
0: Well, but when you were younger, you would hang out with older people who were creepy, who would buy you like beer.
2: Yeah, but would you hang out with with this kind of person? Probably not. Yeah, actually. I mean, this guy's this guy's the next level creepy. He's yeah, not like the I've
0: seen him. He's terrifying. He's not like
2: the junior in college who is, uh, you know, no no girls his own age like him. So he's hit, hitting on the younger girls and buying beer or something like that. It's not like that. This guy is legitimately straight up terrifying yeah he is the face of uh, not face of meth but whatever He's he's like
0: the after face of meth after like the he's like picture four in like a six picture series yeah, probably
2: picture four and yeah. then and then on top of that, big and angry and like he didn't have much to work with to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it's not like the meth has like ruined the, his his <laughs> handsome good looks that he probably had.
0: Maybe he did have it and you don't know this. Uh
2: looking at this guy, this guy looks like he has been a meathead asshole his entire life. You can just tell that with some people.
0: So you think he was just born that way? I think
2: he was born an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's just how he is. That's who he is. He's the same guy that used to run uh deal the drugs right in front of my house. Uh, That finally curbed, but he used to be out there in front, and he has his little meth wobble, which you can look up Fun Employment Radio on YouTube, and you can see my demonstration of how he walked. Yeah, I did a demonstration of a meth walk. (gasps) Um,
0: Oh, shock in the chat's bringing up a good point. What about... Could they be new prostitute recruits? Remember well, they had toots working out of the side of their house?
2: That, that was the speculation yeah. that, that they did. And those toots, uh, toots, I hate using the word toot, but now you've got me doing that. I know.
0: By the way, just to, if you're new to the show, uh, we, toots are an abbreviated version of prostitutes. Yes, indeed. So when you hear us talk about tooting or toots. <laughs> out
2: tooting again. Yep. Uh, they, did have, they did have those ones out there. And if this is the case, if that's what these girls are, I will say they've upgraded quite a bit. They've upgraded quite a bit, okay, because uh, they they're getting uh, their, their new toots are a little bit higher end, at yeah, least in they, the looks department.
0: They dealt the toots out of like the side yard, right?
2: Uh, well, again, speculation, but yeah, I think so. Yes. I think that's what allegedly it was. allegedly well I, I don't know for sure I would absolutely call them out on it if I knew for sure but no they would have those girls out there and, and it would be late at night girls in really short skirts cars would pull up they'd lean in on them just like like classic like mm. prostitute thing from a movie like
0: it's like somebody watched too many prostitutes emo- like right. watch Pretty yeah. Woman too many times right. though, yeah with the girls on the corner in like a short <laughs>
2: skirt and like high heels and then she the, the guy rolls down the passenger window and she leans in like
0: hi hey baby you lost
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that how it works when you pick up a prostitute
0: oh i don't know greg let me think of the several times i've picked up prostitutes on the side of the road is and that let me you tell do- you
2: i mean i don't know have you ever thought about those kinds of things like if i had to do yeah. that no would I, I, totally I know how have. to do it
0: like when i've, I've when i've driven that eighty second second i've seen prostitutes mm-hmm. i've always wanted to be like i've always wondered like what i like i'm not going to pick up a, a prostitute right really. no but no but i've wondered about what i would say like pull over and be like because you want to be clear you want to make sure they're not an undercover cops so you yeah, want to be like are you do you say like are you your hire
2: I, I don't know if that's... I don't do you know if work
0: for money? I don't know what to say.
2: I don't know how you do it. Like, I, now that I'm thinking about this, if I do had to... Do you say how to, much? If somebody somebody made me like, this is something you have to do or something terrible is going to happen. You have to go pick up a prostitute. I wouldn't really know how to do it. I mean, I guess in, in theory, it should be pretty simple. I would think you pull... I've seen people do it. Where they pull over and then these girls get in, but I don't know what the yeah like the what verbal they say yeah is. what the yeah. yeah I don't know what the verbal interaction is. I honestly yeah don't because know how are, you how it. are
0: you sure that it's not just a, a person walking down the street? I mean, how can they be clear? Because a lot of a lot of prostitutes in Portland don't try very hard. They don't. I mean, because you see oh. them walking down the street, and they're like in a Tweety Bird shirt or something. Like, well, and they're they're not like what you think prostitutes would look like. Not not lots of sparkles and like well, high again, heels. Well,
2: again, it's not all pretty women. I don't think. I don't think that's really what actual prostitution, for the most part, looks like. This isn't Las Vegas either. We're talking about East Portland, where it's uh, it's a lot more. Uh, it's it's pretty bad.
0: That's a, it's not people. It's not tooting as a lifestyle. Tooting for the next like smack hit.
2: Julia Roberts lookalikes are not going to be walking down that street. No. However, that that that's exclusion from uh, from these girls that were next door because they were kind of Julia Roberts, good looking. Um, okay. And, but but yeah, I mean, it, 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 that is something every now and then I think about. I'm like, how would I actually do it if I had to? I don't know. Like, I just don't know.
0: Would you have to – Would you? I could see you like say, like, Is are there you like a under- menu?
2: I don't th- Do you have to like All specify picture, what you're like,
0: what, for? where are you talking – are you talking about like the, the chicken ranch or whatever it is? Or are you talking about like the walking, ranch. driving down 82nd? Isn't that like where you could go and get – Oh, I
2: don't – it's not called the chicken ranch. The bunny ranch – I no, there's the, the chicken ranch. I believe would be a lower lower end. Yeah. I think I can't a, quite afford the bunny ranch, but I can afford the chicken ranch. I think
0: it's a chicken ranch because I'm hungry. I'm those swear I thought are, it was the chicken ranch. Those girls would
2: do anything. Uh, no, but I mean, when you're chicken negotiating, when you're, when you're negotiating what you want, when you pull over to the side of the road. <gasps>
0: yes, it is, Greg. I was right. It's the chicken ranch brothel in Nevada.
2: There is one called the Chicken Ranch. I swear
0: to God. I don't
2: think I'd want to go to the Chicken Ranch.
0: Yeah, the Chicken Ranch is a legal licensed brothel located 60 miles west of Vegas near the town of Pahrump. (laughs) The 17-bed brothel sits on 40 acres of land. Uh, Let's see. So it has 12 toots. (laughs) They actually list them out there? Yeah, it has. Let's see. So it has 12 prostitutes. Okay. And yeah, the Chicken Ranch Oh, and it used to have an airport, but then the Chicken Ranch uh, airport closed in 2004. Oh,
2: you could actually fly in there to the Chicken Ranch. Yeah,
0: and then it was repurchased, so the Chicken Ranch is still there. It was uh, bought in 2006 for $5.2 million. Wow,
2: Tootin's good business. Tootin
0: is good business. Huh,
2: all right. Yeah. Well, regardless, though, that's it's not legal here in Oregon.
0: No, it's not. But if you it's go to the Chicken in Ranch.
2: In Nevada, that is legal, except for in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't know how to do it. I would not know how to do it if I were to do that. I don't even know the right questions to ask. Are you a police? Are you an undercover police officer? That was
0: what I was going to get to. That's the first thing. I know you, and I know that you're paranoid, and that would be the first thing that you say. Absolutely.
2: Even if I wanted to go get a prostitute off of, like, 82nd Avenue in Portland, I would be so terrified of getting caught that I wouldn't do it. I, the last thing I would ever want is, like, my picture in, like, the newspaper or, or like, on a news report, like, uh, police sting captures uh 12 Johns, and then there's a picture of me on there. Like, uh-oh. Oh, uh, hi. Whoopsie-daisy. You'd be on yeah. the cover
0: of Busted and then oh. be playing the game. What did this guy get
2: oh, busted no. for?
0: Oh, Oh, tootin'.
2: No, I would not. Well, I wouldn't be the toot. I would be the John in the situation. Okay. Yes. Why do they call them Johns? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I think just because it's a generic name. I'm not sure. <laughs> Says John and <in> Boring, who's <gasps> in the live chat. Oh, my uh, gosh.
0: I forgot about that. Tony said, as we learned from Richie, they won't sleep with you if you have heat rash. Because Richie, our old friend Richie Bristol, okay. went to... Did he go to the chicken? He went to the chicken ranch or the bunny ranch. I can't remember which one. Okay. But a brothel. But he is... his. <laughs> He had, like, really baggy shorts on, and so his thighs had been rubbing together. Oh. So, his th- so he got, like, this heat rash thing on his legs, and the prostitute would not have sex with him because she thought it was some sort of, like, sexually transmitted disease. Oh. So he got declined to pay for sex. He couldn't even pay for it. He couldn't even pay for sex because his thighs had rubbed together, giving him a heat rash, <laughs> making it look like he had some sort of infection.
2: Oh, wow. That's unfortunate. That is an unfortunate oh, I story. I
0: forgot about that story. Oh, God. I love Richie. Wow. <laughs> he was just a fountain of stories.
2: Yeah, I could imagine. I yeah. could imagine. Well, anyway, the the conundrum for me is why these girls are over here at the neighbor's house. And I'm thinking maybe I should start doing some more investigation. Oh, I want to figure it it's out. It's just
0: because they're hot. <laughs> and, yes. And
2: it bothers me that the, the meth head neighbors have hot chicks coming over to their house. Eh, not happening at my house. What What is it? That, is it just the meth? It must be the meth. It's just the meth. Meth is that powerful. Is meth
0: desirable?
2: Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know That's anybody I that does think. meth. That's all I can think that they have to offer. Yeah. Is meth.
0: Well, I mean, meth heads usually like- Meth usually...
2: and ladders. That's it. That sounds like a really <laughs> terrible children's board <laughs> game. want to come to my game.
0: house. I have meth and yeah, ladders. Let's play a game of
2: meth and ladders. <laughs>
0: wow. So I... No, and their house is a shithole too. The, yeah. Like, they don't even have any windows left.
2: No, they have a boarded-up window, and then they have uh, the sign out front says, um, like, no visitors or something like that. I think it's no visitors. So it's, it is it is a piece of shit house. And I've yeah. seen inside of it before when I've walked by and they have the door <gasps> Me open. too.
0: I peeped in there once. Yeah. It is it was gross.
2: Bad. It looks like it's full of rats and um, weird – And probably fleas. Fleas and uh, – garbage. Yeah. Yeah. It looks uh, – I saw, like,
0: holes in the wall. And oh, yeah. They smell probably get angry out of it. and, and yeah. punch
2: things. Yeah, it's it's really gross in there. And I don't even know how many people are living there anymore, except for the two brothers at least. At least they live there mm-hmm. as far because as... Because the
0: mother was in there one day and then she's there never was came a, out. When I
2: first bought the house, there was a mother. She was there for the first couple of no, years. No, Because I remember
0: seeing her. No, because this was did at least... So yeah. For the first she had few the, years I lived she there She had then. the wheelie oxygen tank. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always
2: smoking with the wheelie oxy- oxygen tank. Yep, she tank. sure
0: was. So um, she
2: didn't explode. And she just loved her darling little boys. She sure did. Uh, yeah, she used to be there... Um, I, re- I remember, uh, one time when I was putting up a fence, I went over there just to explain to her, I'm like, okay, I'm going to be fencing off this part of the property. It's where the property line is. She was cool about it, but her, uh, the, the younger son, uh, rolled, <laughs> rolled up on this tiny little scooter and he's a giant guy on this tiny little scooter that he tore around on and he rolled up to it and he didn't say anything. He just like glared at me. Like I was tattling on him to oh, his mom. wow. And so I just kind of glanced at him and just uh, let it go. And then he like peeled out and like took off.
0: But peeled out on his little scooter? Peeled out on his little Were scooter you and took just off. just terrified you know, at that absolutely point? Absolutely <laughs> terrified
2: of him. It was very intimidating, the way that he uh, he scared me. So yeah, the mother's not there. But uh, I don't know. I guess that's what I, what I would like to know. If anybody has any clues to this, why these girls would be over there, that's all I can think of. Because they have nothing to offer.
0: Nothing. Maybe they do. Maybe there's like a magical wonderland inside of their crack den and you just don't
2: know it. What possible magical wonderland could know. be in there?
0: I don't know
2: piles of meth. That's the only Wonderland <laughs> I can think of. Maybe that's all the Wonderland you need, though. I don't know. I just don't. I don't.
0: Maybe the kids are doing meth. I mean, I'm sure they. Because when are. I was in high school, it was just like, I, well, let's see. So I was in high school in the '90s. So it was either like it was weed and ecstasy. That's what people did.
2: That's that was the that was the thing. Those were
0: the things. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. Well, that I, was right.
0: That was during you know the horrible fashion time in the '90s when raves were really popular.
2: Oh yeah, I was not a rave person. No. I could see you being a rave person. I,
0: I was not a rave person. I did go to a couple raves.
2: Well, then how does that not make you a rave person? Because
0: I just went to a couple of them. Like, it doesn't matter. If I go to, you know, a restaurant. It doesn't mean I am yeah, food. Yeah, with your glow sticks? I didn't have glow sticks. Oh, maybe I did have I glow bet sticks. you had
2: glow sticks. You were a rave person. You were a raver.
0: I did go to Ugh. a rave in London when i was living in england yeah it was terrifying it's yep. like it was in, it was in north london and uh, so we took like a bunch of trains like a bunch of subways to get there and it lasted until like 5:30 in the morning and then we got lost in north london like the our cab tried to our cabby tried to like rob us it was it was terrifying yeah. and i went to a couple i went to a couple raves in moscow idaho when I was in college, I don't think that counts. I don't mm. think that counts. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, <laughs> I,
2: I cannot, I cannot for the life of me figure out what it is that that they're they're wanting. But I'll tell you this: I'm going to start doing a little more investigation. I'm okay. going to start. I'm going to start, start. What is involved in
0: investigating?
2: Okay, here's what you do when you start investigating. You're so number so so one. They built up a whole bunch of shacks in their backyard now and so I share a fence with them but I can see into their backyard from my kitchen. So I can kind of my my kitchen's up high so I can like see over the fence into their backyard. And so I have to see through the uh through the the wall of ladders and then the uh the random shacks.
0: As I see through the wall. Through of the wall ladders, of ladders. As I
2: travel through the wall of ladders past the meth shack on the right. By the fire pit where the burning <sighs> wires. Maybe,
0: oh, Alex is saying maybe they're toot shacks. Maybe they're, maybe they're giving the you know people places to stay in the little shacks. Maybe they're not shacks. Maybe they're tiny homes.
2: Um, I don't know. I've never like seen that inside weird, the shack. Like that
0: weird church compound in Southeast where there are all those weird little cabins that people live in.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, of this field where there's just these tiny little cabins where all these like there is a weird little cult out there. Yeah, yeah, where all these missionaries live in these like tiny little houses.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe
0: it's like that, but like a condensed methy version, full of ladders instead of trees. It
2: is for me. It's kind of like uh, my, it's kind of <laughs> like I look at it like maybe a little bit like Game of Thrones because they're north of the wall. Like the wall sure. is my is my fence. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's all over there. I don't want to you know what's all don't over there. Know. Danger. Danger, danger! Giants, White Walkers—they could all be back mm-hmm. there, as far as I know. You know, I don't want to t- want them to touch me, anything like that. Yeah, it but, is being
0: asked, Greg. Do, they, do you have to have a permit to build a shack?
2: Uh, yes, and so I because you called
0: the city on them on that before, right?
2: They you can you can do it up to a certain level. I think it's one story, and I don't know if you have to have a permit for that. If you build two stories, as I found out uh, when I called on that, because they built a giant two-story shack back there one time. <laughs> So I was like, nope, and I called, and uh, sure enough, the city came out and made them take down the second level, mm-hmm. but now they have two single-level ones out there, and I'm assuming they can get away with it. They have more it.
0: than that, don't they?
2: No, there's two. There's two there's of two. them, okay. The, both of them have cropped up in the last couple no, of cause years. No, because
0: they made the Tarp City last year.
2: Tarp City is what happens when they, and this usually happens around this time of year too when Tarp City happens, is where they string a whole bunch of tarps connecting the two shacks and then trying to tie it onto my fence, which I always okay. untie that. And and then underneath that is where they throw a bunch of crap and like old tires and metal that they're waiting to get rid of and then like a mattress and stuff like that. That's when Tarp City happens. Okay. Tarp City's down though now. Tarp City's been on, uh, on hiatus. That
0: comes up during the late summer though. So it's not it's not quite time for Tarp City. Well, yeah, yet. but
2: but I mean Tarp is not there right now. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, Tarp City does not exist. I mean I should really write out an entire description of how this how it works over there. You really should. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can draw out a map and explain, you know, it's kind, it will be kind of like a game. You need of to thugs. draw
0: out like the layout. Like
2: Westeros is basically yeah, my house and does my it, property. Dun,
0: dun, 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 and all the like, right. just ladders I'm un- yeah. ratcheting Because yeah. they're going taller. Totally. That's oh, totally
2: wow. it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to figure out. Some All right, well, good
0: ones. luck with your uh, investigating. Thank you, thank I'm, you. I'm, yes,
2: uh, I know we uh, we need to get to something else here, and that is, of course, Mr. Tim Riley. Yes, so, Tim Riley. Uh, this is a newer segment here on Fun Employment Radio. He does these exclusively for us. You can find them online. You can also follow him on Twitter at Tim Riley News. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Tim Riley's news and
1: commentary. And by for action. This is the news with Tim Riley. Hello, Fun and Fluffin' Radio listeners. You have made it to Friday. Here are the important events of the day not heard on terrestrial radio. What's with all the dead monkeys? Six of them who are part of a group of 12 who just flew in from Boston over the weekend to live at the Oregon Zoo Friday were found dead a day later. These weren't run-of-the-mill monkeys either. They were cut tailed tamarins, a species of New World monkeys. Three did survive, including a five-week-old baby. Did anybody question why a five-week-old monkey was allowed to fly cross-country? A zoo veterinarian says it's extremely unusual for six animals who appeared healthy to turn up dead the next day. Who could argue that? The Oregon Zoo has come under fire for more blood on its hands following the death of a 20-year-old orangutan. You know, the zoo's a wonderful place to visit. This reporter frequents the the Christmas light exhibit every year which is fantastic. But lately the zoo seems to be doing a better job stringing Christmas lights than keeping animals alive. And that has to change. A man has been arrested for allegedly stealing more than $350,000 worth of human skin from a Philadelphia hospital. 50-year-old Gary Dudick of Pennsylvania charged with theft and allegedly stealing skin graft. From Mercy Philadelphia Hospital, he worked there as a sales representative for a Massachusetts-based medicine company, and due to his position, he had access to plenty of skin. Hospitals hospital said they lost an estimated $350,000 worth of it. Officials say Dudick was captured twice on surveillance video, taking the skin grass through the hospital and putting them in his car his bail set at ten thousand dollars <laughs> The guy who broke through a red carpet premiere to touch Brad Pitt's face and possibly even push him is noted Ukrainian prankster Vitelli Sudiark. He is infamous for red carpet pranks around the world, including kissing Will Smith in Moscow and hugging Leonardo DiCaprio and Bradley Cooper around the knees in separate events this year. He was fired from his reporter's job with Ukrainian television channel One Plus One after he jumped under Actress America Fiera's dress on a Khan's red carpet. Things were quiet at a convenience store in Southern Oregon when a tattooed man came in and started dousing himself with Hawaiian Punch Slurpee. The man had suffered serious burns and was being chased down by two others when he ran into a 7-Eleven in Grants Pass. The store clerk said he didn't know what was going on. But he and another employee kept the two pursuers outside while the man pulled his shirt from the Slurpee machine and rubbed the icy concoction on his skin. Police say they traced that disturbance back to a residence a few blocks away where a man and a woman were burned with hot oil during a domestic dispute. They were not identified. That's the news to This broadcast is sponsored by OfficeBreakGifts.com and is produced exclusively by the Fund Employment Radio Network.
2: awesome mr tim riley
0: yeah i have started to, you know listen to tim's stories before i look for mine uh-huh and as soon as he got the skin one i was like damn it because i had the skin one too but of course tim says it better than i ever could
2: yes this is mm-hmm. this is true for that story there's only one tim riley
0: <laughs> well hello my friends my name is sarah x Dillon. <laughs> i just wanted to see how long i can make you wait welcome to my world of crazy crazy dude somebody has just invented one of the coolest things i have ever seen so greg when you're traveling about uh, are you tired of dragging your suitcase through busy airports do you get uh, tired of doing that
2: i i don't know i don't i have wheels on my suitcase so it's not too hard
0: but you have to, you know, use those pesky legs, and you have to like walk a bit. Okay,
2: okay. why right. not? Yeah, this
0: is true. Incorporate a suitcase scooter. So this Chinese inventor, uh, let's see, his name is He Liangkai. He's a Chinese what, what inventor. What his name? He Liangkai. Okay. Has created. Where is he from in China? Just says China. Okay. Just in general, China. It says a Chinese private entrepreneur. Okay. Uh, so he recently obtained a patent for a product that turns a regular suitcase into a rechargeable scooter. So you can ride your suitcase around. Now the charge lasts for 37 miles. You can charge it and it will last up to 37 miles where you can ride around on the scooter. There, there he is. There's a picture uh, of it in You the can chat.
2: Google this. We'll also have a, a picture of this up at the funemploymentradio.com episode for today. Uh, it is pretty much a man sitting on a suitcase with a couple of wheels underneath it and a little handlebar.
0: That is Mr. He, so the suitcase is also equipped with... Why,
2: ho- I'm telling you, if I saw someone in the airport riding around that thing, I would push them over. <laughs> I would want to push well, them over. Well, it also
0: over. comes equipped, get this, so you can pack your stuff, then ride your bag around. <laughs> <laughs> it's equipped with a GPS navigator, a burglar alarm, and a horn. <laughs> So this uh, this weighs about 15 pounds. and It's powered by a lithium battery and reportedly can go as fast as 12 miles an hour. There's
2: going to be some asshole riding around <laughs> that at an airport. You know, I want to be
0: that asshole riding around. I can totally see
2: you being that. Oh
0: god, I don't know if I really would though. I'm thinking about it. Would you do it? I don't think I would because it's like one of those things where like, oh, you know, everyone wants to try to ride a Segway, but nobody wants to be the asshole to ride on the Segway. Yeah, you know. Kind of the same thing with the suitcase scooter. It sounds pretty cool, though.
2: I could see you doing it.
0: <laughs> so anyway, you can ride this. So it goes up to 12 miles an hour. Uh, the suitcase scooter can carry two up to two adults at once and can travel 37 miles in one two charge. Two adults
2: and no dignity. That is not <laughs> That is not something anybody should be using. So Mr.
0: He has been working on this for 10 years, and he finally just uh, got the patent for it. So he also runs an auto parts company in China. And that is what he does. All right. And let me get back to this. There we go. You wouldn't ride that?
2: No, not where anybody would see me.
0: Would you ride it around your neighborhood?
2: No, no. (laughs) I probably wouldn't. I probably would
0: I also hate Keelan right now. Next up. A South Carolina woman was arrested in, Charles, uh, in Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, she was arrested at a Burger King this past week after police say she threatened to shoot down the place because she was served a stale cinnamon roll. She threatened to shoot down the place? Shoot down Burger King because she was served a stale cinnamon roll, a oh. Cinnabon roll. She Ooh. was not happy. Ugh. She didn't have a gun. She didn't shoot anything. Okay. So Her name is Andrea Ann McCulloch. She began arguing with employees at Burger King around 7 p.m. after she ordered a Cinnabon roll. Then she allegedly started yelling at them that the Cinnabon that she got was not fresh enough for her. Oh! So she was yelling at the employee. Witness says that the employee then just shouted back to McCulloch that there was only one cinnamon roll left. And so she could take that one or not have a cinnamon roll at all. The, uh, the argument escalated until McCulloch announced that she was going to shoot down the Burger King because of her stale cinna- Cinnabon. Well, it seems logical. Well, she then left the restaurant, uh, only to return allegedly say, again, I'm going to shoot down the place because of my stale Cinnabon. And she had her hand inside of her purse. She left the restaurant, Uh, employees called the police, and she was caught and charged with second-degree assault.
2: A stale Cinnabon.
0: Oliver, a stale Cinnabon.
2: Okay, it seems worth it. I mean, I've been mad from food I got from fast food before, but at the same time, it's fast food.
0: Yeah, you really can't be them. Like, if my I order's messed on, up, I'm like, oh, whatever. I
2: had a, I had a taco in uh, high school from, from Taco Bell in West Salem, and uh, Are I you bit kidding down me? You
0: remember a taco? Talk- okay, you no, bit down on it.
2: I, I remember it because of the fact that I, I went there and I got it, and I got it back home, and I ate it, and I bit down on something hard, and it was full of birdshot. <gasps> like, there were four different uh, little tiny BBs, birdshot, in the taco.
0: Oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We actually. And you
0: still eat Taco Bell. I would never be able to eat it again. Oh, I
2: didn't for years. I did not for years. And we ended up uh, talking to uh, d- my girlfriend's mom, new an attorney, like a family attorney kind of thing. Yeah,
0: you could have broken your teeth.
2: Yeah, that's what we talked about. Like, what What can I do? Can I, I was like, can I sue? Because yeah, I could have broken my teeth. I mean, I bit down on it hard and it, it hurt. And um, and he said that, nah, there's not much. It, basically, he he said there wasn't much I could do about it. So, that doesn't make any Which sense. doesn't make any sense. In hindsight, yeah. You could I mean, been a I a millionaire, Greg. I was 17, so I didn't know. So I'm like, okay, I guess I can't do anything. No, what the? So the speculation was always, how did it get in there? The only thing I can think is either somebody shot a cow with some bird shot, which wouldn't kill a cow, might get embedded in them, or they were shooting rats and the rat got in there. Those are the only two ways I can oh.
0: think of this. Oh, God damn, you know that's what it is. Ew. It, was a, it
2: was a beef taco. It wasn't a chicken taco. It was a beef taco.
0: And thank you for helping me with Operation Hot Summer. I am never going to eat Taco Bell again. There you go, everybody.
2: Oh. Uh, it's being asked, how do you know it's not just a ball bearing from the guac, guac gun? Uh, a, there's no guacamole, and B, I I know what birdshot looks like. And it was, I showed it several different people. It was birdshot.
0: All right. Well, speaking of gross food, I'll go to this story. <laughs> Sorry, To Albuquerque Sorry to ruin Mexico. Taco Bell.
2: <laughs> They'll never be a sponsor now, Sarah.
0: Well, a cook at a New Mexico facility that uh, at a state corrections facility that serves employees at the state corrections uh, facility. So this is a cook at New Mexico that uh, yeah at the corrections. Empo- Sorry, this is really poorly written. This is confusing. All right. Anyway, the employee there, the cook at the place that serves police food. Faces battery charges after authorities say she was secretly licking sandwiches, <laughs> then serving them to the probation and parole officers. <laughs> this woman's name is Yolanda Arguello, and she was charged this week following witness interviews and the bizarre allegations at the South Valley, New Mexico Women's Recovery Academy in Albuquerque. Holy fuck, that is the longest name I've ever read. South Valley, New Mexico Women's Recovery Academy in Albuquerque. Wow. Now, according to a criminal complaint, witnesses told investigators that 59-year-old Yolanda would take a piece of cheese, lick both sides of it, and then put it onto the sandwiches at the academy. Ew. Another witness told authorities Yolanda... She was doing Yolanda, for
2: every sandwich?
0: No, uh, Yeah, she was licking the cheese. Uh, authorities also say that Yolanda was seen sucking on ice cubes oh. and putting them into the cups before handing them to staff oh, members. I'm
2: never eating out anywhere
0: ever again. I know. Never. Ever. 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 Oh, So she has now been charged with three counts of battery on a peace officer. Uh, Let's see. So it is unknown at this point if Yolanda has an attorney sucking on the ice cubes. Oh, I didn't even see that part. See, That's why I
2: never really return food, even if it's if it's something that I like because I hate mayonnaise on food. But if I order a burger and it comes with that. Like, well, that's what I'm stuck with because I'm not sending it back because I don't know how they're going to get rid of it or what they're – maybe they'll just be nice and make a new one. But I always picture uh, Horatio Sands in Road Trip when he – the guy was complaining about the powdered sugar on his, like, French toast or something. So he's like, oh, no problem. I'll take care of that. And then he wipes it all on his ass and then walks around with it for a while then serves it back to him. Oh, yeah,
0: i worked in... in That's what I picture. I've worked in so many restaurants, like, too many restaurants. Like, it's not any restaurants that I've worked at lately, but, in like, in high school, I remember I worked mm-hmm. at a pizza parlor. And I worked with a lot of, you know, a lot of shithead, like, I you know, a lot of skater friends, and, like, we all kind of worked at this really awesome pizza place in-, in town. But they would just... If anyone was rude to them, they would just fuck with people's shit. Yeah. Like, they would, like drop stuff on the floor they would put weird stuff in, like in between the uh, like the bottom wrong. like between the bottom layer and the cheese so you couldn't tell that there was anything wrong with the pizza but cuz it was baked into it Oh I mean, Yeah That's why you're always nice to people who are handling your food
2: Always nice Ugh
0: oh, well I'm not hungry anymore that's for sure Well there you go Yolanda the cheese looker and ice cube sucker and finally the story It's from Kansas City, Mississippi. Uh, You know, Kansas
2: City, Mississippi. That's what
0: it says. Kansas City, Mississippi. What M I S S. Period. Okay. Right. All right. But yes, Kansas City, Mississippi. Would be.
2: I'm just going to double check this. Are you sure somebody didn't just get the wrong M state? Does it exist? No, I don't think that there is a Kansas City. It says, City, K- "All right, I got this
0: directly from the Huffington okay, Post." Okay, maybe there is a
2: Kansas City. Okay, 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 all right. I'll let it pass this time. Okay,
0: thanks, Greg. Mm-hmm. Oh, thanks, Overlord. Mm-hmm. Kansas City, Mississippi, or Missouri? Mississippi? Greg.
2: Uh, I guess Mississippi. What? Is, what is the abbreviation? M I S S. Yes, M I S S would be would Mississippi. be. No, that would be Missouri. Missouri. It would be Missouri. <laughs>
0: God, sometimes I think about it. I'm M-O like, is
2: have... the proper abbreviation for the state.
0: Well, why would I assume that it M-I-S-S, say... it would be Mississippi? Why would it not have an equal well, chance to be Missouri?
2: Because it's Kansas City. Generally, that would be Missouri. That's why I thought it said Mississippi somewhere else in the article. I was confused by that. So that's all it has is M-I-S-S? Yes, that's not the right way to abbreviate that. They should have said M-O. But also, I think it'd be like saying Seattle W-A-S and then thinking that's Washington, D.C. Like, sure. you would just assume it's Washington State.
0: Why? Don't assume anything. Why would I think that if they're going to abbreviate this stupidly that it would be... Mis- so is it... Miss- it's Missouri.
2: Missouri. Yes. Kansas City is in Missouri.
0: I'm going to say Mississippi. Okay. Kansas City, Mississippi. A U.S. Airways flight from Los Angeles to Philadelphia was forced to make an emergency landing in Kansas City after a service dog that was on the plane started pooping in the aisles and the flight crew was unable to contain the mess. (laughs) (laughs) Giant service dog (laughs) pooping in the aisles so the passengers what kind of
2: a service dog was this is this another one of them where people are just like oh yeah it's my service dog Uh, i need him uh, with me it says
0: service dog it doesn't say what the ailments were of the person whose service dog it was because
2: generally a service dog like an actually trained service dog probably isn't just going to start taking dumps in the aisle unless something's (laughs) like seriously wrong with it
0: well if it was flying from los angeles to philadelphia was forced to make an emergency landing in Kansas City, after a service dog started pooping in the aisles and the flight crew was unable to contain the mess. So, passengers aboard US Airways Flight 598 could only sit back and watch while the large dog defecated in the <laughs> aisle, not once, oh. but twice.
2: Imagine how horrible the snow <laughs> oh, yeah. would be on an airplane with all that contained air <laughs> and that's circulating
0: around. Oh, oh. Yeah. Dog shit air. You're breathing dog oh, shit air. That's awesome. All right, so after the dog went to uh, pooped in the aisle the first time, Uh, About an hour into the flight, the crew did their best to... I feel so bad for the flight attendants in this situation. Like, they should not be having to deal with that shit. feel bad
2: for everybody. Yeah.
0: Uh, So the crew did their best to deal with the mess, but were unable to... They were able to pick up the poop, but they couldn't contain the smell, clearly. Oh. So a passenger... Steve McCall, who was on the plane, uh, he said, An hour later, it still smelled so bad, and after they cleaned it all up, the dog pooped again. <laughs> A couple people started dry heaving, and the person next to me started throwing up. <laughs> I would.
2: Because that smell's not going anywhere. You can't throw it out the window. It's still going to be in the plane. I guess
0: you can flush it down the toilet.
2: <sighs> I, okay, yeah, I guess that's that's true. You could do that, but but it's not like you're going to be able to... Oh, no, that's the kind of thing that's just going to linger. That's, no,
0: you can't get rid of that.
2: That's like you need to shampoo the that's carpet like, to get like rid of that. That's like
0: pee. Like, you know, you can try and get rid of it, but you always smell it.
2: Oh, God. I mean, I'm almost driving, thinking about that.
0: So, yeah, the, the dog, the giant dog pooped not once but twice. Wait, what kind of
2: dog was it? Does it say?
0: It doesn't say. So. One of the passengers got, like, a side, like, camera picture of it. So it's a bigger dog. It was probably, like, a good 70-pound dog. How did they... <laughs> I don't know.
2: What kind of a service dog is just dropping loads in the...
0: Well, yeah, so the guy, the witness said, yeah, people started dry heaving and the person next to me was started throwing up. Uh, the flight had initially been delayed for two hours because of a fuel spill on the tarmac. Best flight ever. So oh. you have to wait for two hours, but the dog probably had to poop.
2: Right. Okay. So the dog was stuck on there.
0: Yeah. But for two hours, I mean, dogs can hold their poop for two hours.
2: Well, yeah, but then if there's a flight on top of that.
0: Well, it, only, it was only an hour into the flight, so that's three hours.
2: So that's at least three hours, plus another hour of going through airport security. So that's four hours. Probably, maybe even longer if you have a pet. It'd probably been a long time.
0: Well, the flight had initially been delayed for two hours because of a fuel spill on the tarmac, so it's quite possible the dog uh, caused the dog to maybe have to go to the bathroom, although (laughs) it went not once but twice. So the dog's owner. So they had to emergency land in Kansas City because the plane smelled so bad (laughs) that (laughs) people were throwing up. Oh. They had to stop the flight, they had to make an emergency landing because of dog shit. Oh. So the dog's owner did apologize to everybody on the flight, I'm sure, because people don't have, like, other flights to catch or anything. You just let your dog shit in the aisles, not once, but twice. The dog's owner did apologize, Uh, so Steve McCall, who was talking about it, said that she said, Hey, I'm so sorry, I want to get everyone's addresses so I can give you all Starbucks gift cards. (laughs) What the hell? So there we have it. Worst flight ever. <laughs> and that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Wow. Oh, man. That is amazing. That was like really... If that happened when I was on the plane, that would totally fix my fear of flying So I would just be so distracted. Yeah. Ooh.
2: Yeah. No, that is absolutely disturbing. Um, I just remembered something, too, from this morning that I did want to bring up on the show before we do some ball talk. And I've got actually a couple of different things I need to get done today uh, here on the show. But uh, you... I have a dispute with you about what you were telling me this morning. About what? Tomorrow, we're going to be going to the uh, Next Adventure. Um, Oh, the Summer Splash? Summer Splash. Yeah. Which is going to be happening at the Selwood Park. Next Adventure, of course, is one of our fine sponsors here at Fun Employment Radio. And at Selwood Riverfront Park, tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., they're having Summer Splash, where you can demo... This is what it says. Demo over 100 different kayaks for free. (laughs) You get to ride (laughs) around in
1: kayaks
2: (laughs) for free. However... We were talking to uh, Sarah Wagner, who actually works there and and does, of course, all of our uh, sales and marketing. And you were telling her not to let me get into one of the kayaks because I would end up drowning. Yeah, you were you were asking her to instruct Next Adventure specifically to not let me into the kayak. It
0: was for your own safety. That is, for... I will not drown in a kayak. I think if anyone would drown in a kayak, it would be you. No,
2: no, I will be I will be just fine. It's perfectly safe. It would be so hard for me to actually do that. I, it's, it's not possible. I am going to be just fine. I will be yeah, down there. We're doing there.
0: we're doing like the double whammy like sponsor thing now cuz Greg and I are going to ride our bike gallery bikes. Yes. down there. Yes. And then Greg's going to get in a kayak and drown and then I'm going to have to bring his bike back to bike gallery. That
2: is not how that works. That is not how that works. No, I am going to be just fine. I'm going to be down there. I will be the annoying guy though that wants to try all of them. I'm like, yeah, I like that. one. I'm going to try this one too. And then they'll have to bring all of them out there and they know I'm probably not going to buy one. Although it's really good sale. It's a really good sale. You can save uh, 15% off of a kayak, yeah, which actually that's that's a lot. that's that's pretty amazing, quite honestly. Mm-hmm. so uh, Selwood riverfront park may thirty first uh, that's uh, tomorrow tomorrow. Uh, ten a m to five pm for next adventure's fourth annual summer splash. But I'm just wanted to say this publicly. I know how to ride. In, I know. I know how to take a kayak.
0: Oh. OK, well, I don't. So. I've been in
2: a kayak before. I'm not. I'm going to I've okay. seen you
0: trip over your own feet. That's all I'm saying. Well,
2: these are true things yeah. that have happened. I've seen
0: you with nothing around you, like fall down. Like you are just the clumsiest person I've ever met.
2: These are also true things. Yes. Um, I maybe got stuck. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to bring this up. OK, never mind. Anyway, I just want to get that out there. I will be just fine and I'll be riding around in all of the kayaks. Okay, well you them. have
0: you have fun with that. All a hundred, huh? Yep. All okay. of them. All right. Well, I'll be racking up my bike my bike miles while you do that. Mm. <laughs> if you're riding in a hundred of them.
2: <laughs> One hundred? One hundred kayaks. Okay. All right. Uh Are you ready do, for ball talk? Yep, a little bit of ball talk. Ooh, I've got a good story. We're, we're just going to do some abbreviated balls today. Okay. Abbreviated ball talk.
0: And everyone starts sending in their uh, Dr. Science questions, too.
2: Uh, yes, yes, yes. Put, it, put your questions into the chat for Dr. Science. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Uh, uh, first up, we have this. In a...
0: What? I'm sorry, Chuck says, when they come to get the kayak back from Greg, he'll be spinning around in the water pretending not to see them. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can't see you. You can't call me back in. I can't see you. So uh, here is uh, something that uh, went hilariously wrong with social media for a certain sports team. And that sports team is the Redskins. Yes, the Washington Redskins um, are very upset because uh, Senator Harry Reid proposed a – like basically put out a letter and had a whole bunch of senators sign it saying – change the damn name, change the name of the Washington Redskins, change it, it's racist, all these things, Uh, you know, getting them to try to finally get rid of this name. So the Washington Redskins, in response, posted, tweet at Senator Reid to show your Redskins pride and tell him what the team means to you. This was a mistake. Oh, no. This was a big mistake (laughs) for the Redskins. Uh, They were uh, hit with thousands of responses, um, all lashing out at them about the Redskins. Bad idea. Yeah, bad idea. Whoever came up with that uh, with that idea at the Redskins organization may <laughs> not have a job anymore. But they should change the name. Uh, they
0: absolutely should. I can't. Not, I still. Every time you say it, just, like I can't believe that that's still a team name.
2: No, it's a stubborn billionaire who owns it, and he doesn't want to be wrong, so he's not going to change it. But once it starts hitting him enough financially, he'll change it. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to ball talk. Potpourri of balls, smattering of balls. Mainly really because I really want to get to the final story in here. Uh, the World Cup is coming up, Sarah. The Indeed. World
0: Cup. You and Mark the Brit made a, a the bet. The
2: World about it. Cup.
0: Oh, God, I could tell you were crazy today.
2: I do. I have a bet uh, with our friend Mark the Brit. He believes that. Uh, he believes he Argentina?
0: Germ- Ar- yeah, Argentina.
2: Is going to win. I believe Germany will win, even though I know nothing about world soccer. Although mm-hmm. I do enjoy watching it. I do enjoy watching it. And uh with our abbreviated ball talk today, I think I'll go straight to this. Of course, the US men's team, yes. Uh drew what is called the uh group of death. So it's called the group of death because they're playing against um like all a whole bunch of the favorite teams. So to make it out of that's going to be very very difficult. So the World Cup's divided into different groups. Okay. And then you have to win that group to move on to the next round. Like
0: a bracket kind
2: of? Kind of like a bracket. And to help get the uh get the US uh team ready to go and of course get the Americans all jazzed up about their team jazzed up there's a song that has been <laughs> been produced in a style that you would not necessarily expect for soccer so ladies and gentlemen I'm just going to present this to you it's called Red White and Blue the official unofficial US World Cup song okay Oops, I'll start it from the beginning so you get it all. Oh wow,
0: I'm so excited. Thank you.
1: Listen, darling. I know what they say about us. They say we'd
2: never make it out of the group stage, but here's our story.
1: It was the summer of ninety four. I love this
0: already.
2: He's singing about uh, Alex... Uh uh.
0: What? <laughs> them countries are screwed. Them, them
2: countries is is screwed, I believe. Them countries is screwed. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, Greg. I think we all get the point.
2: That's red, white and blue, the official unofficial US World Cup song. The
0: official unofficial?
2: That is what it is. That's what it says. Okay. Oh, and I think they just threw down a Mexican flag, too.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. So Solid. I really thought that they sounded pretty respectful. Right
2: there we go ladies and gentlemen try to unhear that that concludes this edition of Ball Talk <laughs> oh that's amazing um, alright we've got a couple other things here to do but uh, we're, we're gonna do some science facts coming up in just a little bit oh but boy. Sarah yes. I've got breaking news that cannot wait <sighs> They cannot wait any longer I've been holding on to it here this entire show, and it's a couple of things that have just happened. Things that will blow your mind.
0: Oh, yeah? Blow your mind? Blow
2: your mind, Sarah, because this is something that... Uh, oh, no. I don't have it on here. Sarah, do you happen to have something that you could pull up for me? Okay. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for a Squatch Watch.
1: I do think there's a squatch
2: Yes, indeed. It is Squatch Watch time. We have breaking Sasquatch news from not one source, but two. First up, there is this. For those of you in New York City. New
0: York City? New York
2: City. A very special event has just been announced that it's going to be coming there. Now, I don't have the dates, but you'll be able to find out all about this. Because an outfit, uh, this is the article, an outfit called The Tiny Top Circus is going to be holding a public exhibition at Washington Square Park. In Greenwich Village.
0: Oh my gosh!
2: And what's going to be happening there? They are going to be displaying a sasquatch. <gasps> this is what they're claiming. Dun, dun, dun. They're claiming that they have a sasquatch and that the uh, they have a.
0: Is this uh, another Rick Dyer situation? I don't know. I cannot believe. I remember his goddamn name. I'm
2: just saying. I'm just saying that uh, this gentleman, uh, whose name is uh, Joey Skaggs, claims that there is going to be a sasquatch on display. In New York City Okay In Washington Square Park Wow There you go Please go there If you're in New York Listening to the show Go there Take a picture for me And send it to me Or fly me out So I can go witness it myself
0: And you can wear your uh, uh, I'd rather be squatching shirt Or gone squatching Whatever your shirt mm-hmm. is that you, Yeah
2: Mm-hmm
0: Mm-hmm And Oh it's s- being pointed out by Sumon on that uh, Joey Skaggs is a famous hoaxer he would never do something uh, like that. Please do
2: not besmirch, besmirch the name of this because, uh, obviously, you don't know. He hasn't been to the site yet, and I believe that this could be absolutely legitimate. Okay. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure. As story number two, though, Sarah. All right. Comes from across the sea. He's so
0: excited about this.
2: Where they don't call them Sasquatches, they call them Yetis. See, that kind of rhymed even. I didn't intend it, but I did. Yeah, you kind, kind of, of sounded rhymed. like a, it's kind of a pirate. Uh, so this comes... From Russia. From Russia, Sarah. Where, actually, I found out something else. They don't just call them yetis in here. They, it's uh, in these way backwoods Russia. They call them minks. Minks? M-E-N-K. Minks? Mink. 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 You're saying mink. It's mink. 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 I'm not saying mink. 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 Anyway, that's what they call them out there. And this story is going to be coming out on a new documentary called Russian Yeti The Killer Lives it's airing (laughs) June 1st on the Discovery Channel and this is uh, what allegedly is going on so Russian Yeti The Killer Lives it's going to detail how investigators are baffled by the unexplained and gruesome deaths of Russian college students decades ago and have come up with a new suspect that they believe and that is the Yeti so on February 2nd The Killer Yeti The Killer Russian Yeti The killer lives. So on February 2nd, 1959, nine college students climbed the icy slopes of Dyatlov Pass in the Ural Mountains of Russia, but they never made it out alive. The bodies were found with broken ribs and fractured skulls. In one grotesque case, a woman's eyes had been gouged out and her
0: tongue was missing. Oh my God, that's not a nice Yeti.
2: No, no, that's a very mean Yeti. yeti. That is a mean, mean Yeti. And uh, since they never solved it, they have now determined that it was most likely a Yeti. Russian Yeti, of course, The Killer Lives, the
0: most likely. airing
2: June 1st on Discovery Channel, or as they call them, Mix.
0: Is that your Squatch Watch? That's it. That's, that's Squatch
1: Watch. I do think there's a Squatch in these ones. Squatch! Squatch!
2: From sound science to sound science, it is now time to, say, to take your questions. Dr. Science. So uh, Dr. Science of course is our educational segment on the
0: show where
2: I step out of the room Sometimes
0: I really think that you believe that.
2: Dr. Science comes in here with his science hat and answers some of your questions. Now a lot of times the things that Dr. Science says you won't find in any books or any kind of uh, educational learnings because it's actual facts and I'm not saying that all teachers are liars. I'm just saying a lot of times they don't know the truth and Dr. Science is here to help educate you and your children. So this is a safe segment for your kids a lot of people gather around on Sundays when they listen to the show before nobody the gathers week starts. around on Sundays they gather around with their kids and they gather around and listen to this show this segment so their kids can learn something before the week starts and then tell all the other little children's at the schools so how so, many
0: people do you hear from on a weekly basis that you know tell you about their Sunday nights uh, with a their lot
2: children? a lot they email me greg at funemploymentradio.com so you're not seeing these but yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot
0: bless you
2: thank you. Uh, so yeah, sir, I think uh, I think it's time now to take some questions. So okay. if you're listening live, go to funemploymentradio.com/live. Drop your questions into the chat. We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, Doctor Science will be here to educate you. Oh my god! You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, all right. It is now time. For some Dr. Science, Sarah, it's not feeling very sciencey without the music. I know, I'm trying to. Um, I need a little bit of music here to help speed up the flow of the science juices <laughs> oh, God, to the sponge that lives in your brain.
0: Juice. God damn it!
2: These are these are facts, according to Dr. Science, that you're about to learn because that is the whole point of this—to dispel the untruths and expunge knowledge upon you.
0: God, you just don't know what words mean.
2: Through the airwaves, you will be soaked with the truth. Dripping from every orifice.
0: Greg, that's enough.
2: Rolling into your own, sponge brain. Because tonight is the night the two become one. No, that was Spice Girls.
0: Seriously. All right. Is Greg leaving and Dr. Science coming in? Dr. Science is here, Sarah.
2: Science stretches. Got to do some stretches. All right. Got the stretches Mm. done. I am ready.
0: All you right, may Greg. ask me questions. Oh, can I? Thank you so much. First one comes from Nipples.
2: Nipples in the live chat. All right.
0: Nipples in the live chat. Nipples writes, Dear Dr. Science. Yes! Why do people get bad allergy symptoms this time of year?
2: Uh, why do people get bad? Or do you want
0: me to move on to the second one?
2: Bad allergy symptoms this time of year. Well, let me explain that, sir. There are uh, there are a lot of reasons why this happens, and it's, uh, of course, it's happening to me even right now. It is. It is. You and Greg. It is. Greg was it just is sneezing yes. as well. Oh, I forgot. Two different people, to become one. All right. So, <laughs> so here is why everybody gets allergies. Now, of course, in ancient times. There was the big battle between people and trees. Now, trees, trees of course, we all know, are too tall. Trees are too tall. They lord it over everybody. They talk about how big and tall they are. Look at them. Nobody can climb to the top of the tree. Everybody can see further. Nobody can see further than a tree. And trees are just asses. So these trees, though, we found a way to fight them. And the way we fought them, was with winter winter suppress the trees it took away when we formed the allies with the with the clouds to block out the light to suppress the trees and then their leaves died and so we thought we could get rid of them but unfortunately i will give them credit the trees are quite resilient and these trees once spring and summer comes along they get very angry once the clouds go away and the sun starts shining and the trees start growing again because they always do, getting taller and taller.
0: You just really don't like those tall trees, they're do They're too you? tall. Nobody <laughs> should be that tall. Yeah, is that, is that,
2: that upsets you a little bit? It upsets. They're too tall. So these trees, once they start uh, growing again, they get mad. And that's when they send out their spores to attack humans with their counterattack. The reason you have allergies is because trees hate humans and they're attacking you with their spores. Okay. Science.
0: All right, I have a second question. Okay, I don't know who this one came from. It was it was it was from the chat. Okay, second question is, Doctor Science?
2: Yes.
0: How does vaporized food work? Like we had that story yesterday about vaporized you can vaporize bacon and. Pizza, all kinds of stuff. Right, right. Uh, how does vaporized food how work? How
2: does vaporized food work? This is a good question, sir.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: For to, to answer this, we must go to the source of what vapor means. So let's think about that. Vapor. Vapor, sir. What's at the source of vapor? Vaporized food. Vapor foodized food. Or vape. Vape being the key word there. I
0: hate the word vape so much.
2: Vape. God, I hate it so
0: much. Vape. Stop saying
2: it. Is a very important part of this word. So vape is actually something on all of its own. A vape is a form of bacteria. Vape bacteria are common on pretty much everything that you see. But here's how vaporized food works. When you smell it, you think you're smelling this thing. You think you're smelling, oh, this is wonderful food. In fact, what you are smelling is not food at all. A vape is a specific type of bacteria that's trained to go into your brain and manipulate the inner workings of your brain sponge. This vape will convince you of many other things. The more you inhale, the more you're convinced that the bacteria, the vapes, are right. The vapes will slowly control you. So in fact when you're smelling vaporized food it is in fact not that it is bacteria slowly disseminating throughout your body
0: Again I don't think you know what words mean
2: Vaporized food Watch out for the vapes
0: So they're different flavored vapes
2: They're they're different they're trained vapes they were trained by Russian-Soviet scientists in the 80s. I didn't think I had to explain this part. No, vapes were trained by the Soviets in the 80s as a form of uh, warfare to convince everybody that everything smelled like bacon so nobody would fight. Now they've taken that, they've manipulated it, science took it, brought it out into the open. They're using it to manipulate you to think that different foods smell good. It does not smell good. It's vapes manipulating your brain. I mean, uh, uh, sorry, this is common knowledge stuff.
0: Feel so much smarter. There you guys go. There's Doctor Science. Yes. Good- Goodbye, Do- oh, god Oh goddammit. Goodbye, Doctor Science.
2: Alright. I think that's enough for today.
0: I think it is. Yes. By the way, can we just say since it is at the end of the show? Uh huh. We, uh, our cornhole league started yesterday. Uh huh. And we got first place last night yes, in our cornhole indeed. league. It was very exciting. Yes, this is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. I just wanted to say that because it was very exciting.
2: We also need to do one more thing, too, and that is uh, something that we forgot to do a couple of days ago because we have a happy birthday. We sure do. That we have to give out. that uh, I apologize for this. Things happened. We forgot. Well, we didn't forget. We just wanted to make it extra special and actually grant by birthday rules an entire weekend of celebration. So, Tom Bowers, it is, in fact, your birthday, sir. Happy birthday. Happy
0: birthday, friend. Happy
2: birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot Hot damn right. right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Yes, indeed.
0: Oh, it's Friday, Greg. (gasps) Today is also the day you get to meet Jake the Snake.
1: (laughs) That's right. I forgot
0: until right now. I get to meet Jake the Snake tonight. By the way, um, everyone out there, I am totally, do not worry. I am going to videotape it. I am going to videotape Greg meeting Jake the Snake. I f- actually I'm found- going to do it and we'll upload it on our YouTube page and you can see the moment that Greg gets to meet his first WWE wrestler. Well, I mean, I guess technically second.
2: What do you mean? Who was did Didn't you first? meet Roddy Roddy Piper? Oh, yeah. Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: I mean, this is a real like meet and greet. Like okay, Roddy Roddy, Roddy so- Piper was just, you know, hanging out in the halls.
2: Let me tell you something. Since my parents have been making me take back all of my old toys and stuff like that because they want it out of their house, yes. I did bring back some of my WWE wrestling toys, and I have a Jake the Snake one. A little action <gasps> oh, figure. Are you going to bring it? Are you going to bring it's it? It's got a spring on it so you can punch people, and it even has a little snake that you can wrap around it, and I might bring it and have them sign it.
0: Um, You absolutely need to do that. It's in my Jake the
2: Snake action figure. I remember
0: you talking about how you might have one. I didn't think you actually did have one.
2: I do have one, and I'll post a picture of it, and it's kind of the greatest thing ever. And I want to meet Jake the Snake. All right, moving on. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. We did talk about Bike Gallery, and we want to remind you that you can go to bikegallery.com, and you can order either online, you, uh, you can go into the store. No matter what you do, use the code FUN14. You can have uh, items shipped to you. So even if you're not here in uh, in the Portland area where they have six different locations, you can have it shipped to you, or you can just uh, you can even order online and pick it up in-store. Yeah. If things. you just want to swing by and pick it up, they've got some great sales going on. Just use the code Fun Fourteen. We're very happy with them here as part yeah. of the uh, sponsorship of Fun Employment Radio. It's been great, and uh, and I want, love
0: riding my bike. Yes, <laughs> and we want
2: you guys to take advantage of the of the discount that you get with the Fun Fourteen. So definitely do that, and let all of your friends know. So. Even like if you're not uh, if you don't ride the bike, but if you know somebody who does ride bikes, let them know about the discount. Mm-hmm. You know, even if they don't listen to the show, use the code FUN fourteen because they're saving money and you'll be a hero.
0: You want to be a hero, don't you? Don't you want to be a hero? Who doesn't want
2: to be a because hero? Because if you share this like on your Facebook page, then all your friends will know. Wow, thank you, friend. You really saved my day and saved me money. You're a hero. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everybody,
1: for tuning in. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow to Chronicles of the Nerds at 10 a.m. on Fun.
2: Almost got it.
0: You almost got it. We'll be
2: back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio.
1: Come by. And due to his position, he had access to plenty of skin.
2: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.